Welcome to Elevate, a podcast about achievement, personal growth, and pushing limits in leadership and life. I'm Robert Glazer, and I chat with world-class performers who have committed to elevating their own life, pushing the limits of their capacity, and helping others to do the same. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Friday Forward via the Elevate podcast. Speaking of elevating, we're only a few days away from the release of my new book, Elevate, Push Beyond Your Limits and Unlock Success in Yourself and Others. I'm really excited to share with you after almost three years of work. It's available for order everywhere books are sold today and has been endorsed by Adam Grant, Dan Pink, Kim Scott, Marshall Goldsmith, Dr. Oz, and several others. You can learn more at robertglazer.com slash elevate. Blame Game, number 187. A few weeks ago, during one of our company's leadership trainings, several employees expressed how impactful our core value of own it is to them, both inside and outside of work. For many, our concept of own it has become a standard even with friends and family. Three years ago, we had a similar core value, accountability. However, while team members were certainly willing to be held accountable for their inputs or effort, they didn't necessarily have the same perspective when it came to the overall outcome, especially when external variables existed that they could not fully control. When we looked at this core value more closely and what we really wanted it to reflect, we focused on what our best people did. We realized what set them apart from just being accountable was that they owned it, They focused on what they could control, but also took responsibility for those external variables. So we updated the core value to own it. We're living in a time where actions and consequences seem to have become detached, where people have a hard time taking ownership for their mistakes or things they might not have done differently or better. In our 24-hour news cycle, critics, commentators, and politicians can't ever seem to apologize when they were clearly in the wrong or out of line. Their knee-jerk response is to say that they were misunderstood and or that it was someone else's fault. Nowhere was this more evident than when former Congressman Jason Lewis partially blamed his election loss on the late John McCain, a deceased colleague. People who are generally unaccountable love to blame others, even unnamed forces. They refer to the they's and the them's without any specificity, without ever looking in the mirror. This incredibly unfortunate, as invaluable learnings can come from being aware of our reactions and from trying to anticipate things we can't control. For example, I might learn to react much better to a client who's having a bad day and says something that sets me off. Or I might learn to better predict if an action might upset them. Do I ignore my part? Last week, after reading a Facebook post from my friend Jason Gaynard, I was reassured that there are still people who understand the true value of ownership even when the circumstances are embarrassing or even uncomfortable. Here's Jason's story in his words. This morning, I became the proud owner of a nasty ticket. I haven't received a traffic ticket in years, and today I earned myself a nasty one. A police officer knocked on my window as I was scrolling through my phone at a red light. Although a $600 fine stings pretty bad, that's four nice dinners out with my lovely wife. I'm actually really grateful. It may sound odd, but here's why. My daughter Ava is at a very coachable age. As a parent, you have the ability to heavily influence your child's operating system or software, so to speak. How they see the world, how they approach challenges, how they navigate relationships, etc. Anyone who knows me is well aware that this is a role and responsibility I take very seriously. Out of the few key features I'm really striving to instill in her, ownership is the most critical. 
taking 100% ownership of things you can control and having zero attachment to things you can't. As I get older, I tend to worry that as a society, fewer and fewer people are taking ownership of their actions, behaviors, and oftentimes circumstances. Now, although I've capitalized some coachable moments in the past to teach her the importance of this, why I'm so grateful this morning is because of my reaction to being pulled over. Many people will give advice, guidance, or forceful direction while not practicing what they preach. Although I'm sure I'll fall out of my values at times, the alignment of my head, mouth, and heart is really important to me. After all, consistency builds trust, and children learn a lot through osmosis. In my younger days, in incidents when I was pulled over, on the surface I would take ownership. However, under my breath, I would come up with excuses. I blame my work, the car in front of me, the police officer, or whatever. Maybe it's come with maturity and old age, but in this case, I was 100% at peace that I was at fault breaking the law from the second that he knocked on my window. Ultimately, I still got a ticket. It still sucks financially, but at least I know that when I stress to my daughter the importance of taking ownership of her actions, I'm walking the talk. Was Gaynard outraged after receiving an expensive ticket for using his cell phone while at a red light? Yes. Was he calling for the laws to be rewritten? No. He took his medicine and was even grateful for the experience as it created an important teaching lesson moment for his daughter. In considering both his and Lewis's situations, what type of behavior and mentality do you want to emulate for those you lead? Quote of the week, a body of men holding themselves accountable to nobody ought not to be trusted by anybody. Thomas Paine. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? Two years ago, I bought a dual suspension mountain bike for the first time, and it pushed me to ride trails that I had never been willing to try before. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has exceptional capability that will have you seeing the possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. The Lexus GX comes with available dynamic sky panorama glass roof, available front row massaging seats, best-in-class towing capacity, available 33-inch all-terrain tires, and available multi-terrain select. I've seen the new Lexus GX popping up all around my town, and not only does it have the capabilities to take you to new places on and off the road, but it's a great-looking car. The new Lexus GX is ready to raise the bar for you. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey, Elevate listeners. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify is the partner you need to keep the cash register ringing for your e-commerce business. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading platforms. I advise a lot of companies in the e-commerce space, and almost all of them have migrated to Shopify. And as a buyer, what I love about buying from Shopify-enabled sites is that they already know who I am, and I don't have to create a new account or enter all my payment info. The ShopPay service makes it faster and easier to buy, which surely helps with conversions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash elevate, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash elevate now 
to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash elevate. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. It helps you identify and hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Case in point, last year I asked the CEO of a major ski resort how he got his job, and he told me that he saw it on LinkedIn and decided to apply. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. The team at LinkedIn is also constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash practical. That's linkedin.com slash practical to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Better or worse, number 188. A few weeks ago, I took an Uber to downtown Boston for a meeting with a group of peers. About 10 minutes into my ride, traffic stopped completely. A major car crash had occurred 100 feet in front of us after a car had come down the highway entrance ramp in the wrong direction. People were walking around wounded, and it was chaos. It must have happened a split second before we got there. I'll admit, the initial thought running through my head was, if only I had left the house five minutes earlier. When I let everyone know about the accident, their concern was first and foremost for my safety. This is when I realized I was looking at the situation all wrong. Really, I was lucky that I wasn't there just 60 seconds earlier, or I could have been among the accident victims. My timing wasn't bad. It was great. I was reminded of this experience during a bike trip my wife and I took to Croatia last week. Towards the end of the second day of riding, one mile from the top, she hit a pothole, masked as a puddle, and was thrown from her bike. Bloodied and battered, she got back up on her bike and rode the rest of the way to get help. At first glance, it did not look good. She was in tremendous amount of pain and had pretty serious cuts and road rash. But as we cleaned up each of the wounds and consulted with some medical professionals on the trip, she'd fortunately escaped any serious injury or broken bones. Even though we'd been looking forward to this trip for almost a year, there were two ways we could have chosen to handle this unexpected setback. First, we could have taken the it-could-have-been-better perspective, which involves frustration and self-pity about getting injured during the trip and having to miss part of the experience. Or we could have taken the it-could-have-been-worse perspective, which involves relief and gratitude that she did not have to be airlifted from an island to a hospital or have to return to home and cut our trip short. My wife was firmly in the it-could-have-been-worse camp. She made the best of a difficult and painful situation with a genuine sense of gratitude. In last week's Friday Forward Blame Game, I shared an experience of mine from my friend Jason Gaynard that led him to decide on taking ownership for his misstep and how it developed into a teachable moment for his daughter, especially around the concept of control. He had written that he was trying to teach his daughter to take 100% ownership of things that you can control and zero attachment to things you can't. We all face situations where it's tempting to believe that the entire situation is beyond our control. In reality, this is probably only half true. What happens initially may be beyond our control, but how we react to it is not. What's more is our reaction to situations is often far more important. How will I show up at a meeting if I've been stewing in anger during the hour leading up to it, 
versus reflecting on all the things I'm grateful for and with perspective. How might we remember a trip spent moping around after our spouse got injured and lamenting their bad luck versus telling everyone she's lucky it wasn't worse and truly believing that? Our reactions to external events shape our mindset and our emotional capacity. They impact how we show up in the world each day and the energy that we give and take from others. Could a situation have been better? Sure, but it could always be worse as well. Quote of the week, whether your cup is half full or half empty, remind yourself there are others without one. Remember, if you'd like to get Friday Forward delivered to your inbox each Friday, you can simply sign up at FridayFWD.com. If you enjoyed today's episode or the Elevate podcast in general, I'd really appreciate if you could leave us a review as it helps new users discover the show and the same content. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, you can just select the library icon, click on Elevate, and scroll down to leave your review. If you're listening in your browser or a different app, uh, you can jump over to robertglazer.com and follow the link on the subscribe page for how to review. Thanks again for your support, and until next time, keep elevating. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's going to push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.